0: Greetings everyone. My name is Lewis Molina and I'm the host of The Life Perot. In today's conversation, we speak with CLE rep Hector Lyo. So with that, thanks for coming in, Hector.
1: Hey, what's up, brother? What's oh, up, man. Big Lou?
0: Yeah, not much, man. You feel a little sick how you were saying, huh?
1: That cold. Cold's trying to get me today, trying to trying, oh, to, man. trying to beat it. Yeah, trying yeah, to beat yeah. it today. Yes, sir. Well, yes, I appreciate
0: sir. you uh coming on even with that uh in in uh in light of that. So um, so what cigar did you uh, bring to today we, uh, we'll feature?
1: So I'm actually uh, smoking the CLE Habano. Okay. It's kind of the unsung hero for our brand, if you want to be honest. It's part of our CLE line, one of our core cigars, you know, uh, that we have. We have the Connecticut, the Corojo, the Habano, and our uh, Box Press Maduro, the Azubachi. Uh, this little guy right here, though, nice Corojo filler, Habano okay. wrapper, right under 10 bucks too it's gonna be in that 9 to 11 price range and it's just one of those that just every time i smoke it i'm like i wish i could sell more of these because it's it sells great but it should be definitely one of our higher selling just by taste alone it's perfect medium nice subtle sweetness nice spices i love it so So,
0: it's uh it's you basically think it's under uh, overlooked a lot
1: yeah i mean it's uh I think we kind of proved that in uh, Europe right now. This is one of our best-selling cigars in Europe, you know, with everything going on over there, Cubans being so overpriced. Mm-hmm. You're seeing Honduran, Nicaraguan, Dominican tobacco start, you know, popping up a little bit more. Yeah, And, uh, yeah, this uh, Habanos up in France, I mean, I think it's taking over some of the Cuban smokers over there. They're starting to shift to it. So yeah, you're starting to see that cigar a lot more in Europe. So we're hoping, you know, yo, if you're in the U.S., try it out. it's smoking great here too you know what i mean yeah
0: so habano wrapper it's is the wrapper though um so it's habano seed yes sir the origin is honduran honduran with the corojo filler and it's corojo honduran corojo fillers sir okay cool um i guess it it would you would describe it in terms of strength as like a medium plus maybe like a three out of five or four out of five
1: three out of five probably closer to three than four for sure uh okay but, you know, with the way we blend our tobacco, we're not necessarily ever going to give you a cigar that's just like right out the gate, five, full spice, full strength. We like to let it mellow. We want you to get halfway through the cigar and you'll start feeling yeah. it. It's definitely an everyday kind of smoke, but one that you'll enjoy every time you light it up.
0: So. Yeah. And then just to give insight to viewers or listeners who maybe don't know your, the company you you rep, uh, it was founded by Christian Aroa. Can you give me some more insight into or uh, information about the yeah.
1: So Christian Aroa and his uh father, Julio Aroa, they've been growing tobacco out there in Honduras for I think the family since the 60s. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, Christian and his uh father, they did a little project back in the 90s, you know, no need to talk about it. But uh yeah. after that, he went his he wanted to do his own thing, used the family tobacco, and I think since 2012. Yeah. Since 2012 now, they've been just cle aroa asylum all coming from the same place you know just different philosophies in each brand man yeah. but the cle perfect everyday core line kind of smoke, man so
0: so i know the company is tabacaleras unidas yes that's the yes, i that's guess that's the what importing. everybody gets on
1: their invoices yes yeah <laughs> yeah
0: but what what is the uh what kind of identity is does christian or the company wish to promote it as because you never hear it from the consumers ask for hey do you have any tu or tabacalera yeah. unidas it's either like aroa or cle
1: yeah so in a in a perfect world we want each brand to kind of have its own its own following but at the same time let everybody know it's coming from the same place so yeah asylum you know we're known for our big boys we right. also have and we know, just
0: yeah we had tom lazuka uh early on in this podcast so right. yeah. Yeah.
1: when you think asylum you think biggering you know mm-hmm. that asylum 13 70 by 7 you know i'm able to you know go to a few Rockets games because of that guy. You know, it sells really well for everybody, every rep. And, uh, you know, CLE, what used to just be a core line, we've added a few other higher-end cigars, like the 25th anniversary and that CLE signature with that, you know, beautiful Cameroon wrapper. So we're just kind of changing the philosophy. We want CLE to be looked at as same level as a when it comes to some cigars. We want okay. people, oh, okay, you can also get a six year age plus cigar that is hitting you full strength full flavor all the time so yeah you know we're just trying to make every brand have its own legs have you been down to honduras yes yes uh lucky enough to have gone three times now and should be going again in january so oh really yes coming up huh
0: okay now is that for a sales meeting or is that for tours because i know like christian was he was big on um you know the tours years ago, and I actually remember going back in 2012 or 13. We we, when Christian started the company, he sent out these letters and these cards and invited retailers to to come down. And yeah. that's when we first opened up with you guys, like from the beginning.
1: Yeah, and slowly and surely we're starting to do trips like that. Uh, this will be primarily just for sales. Okay. But um, you know, since we've completely, you know, we have our own box factory, off premise. We have our own factory off premise. So we are starting to grow our own operations and, you know, the bigger we do that, the more we're starting to look at, oh, where can we put people up when we do trips? And, uh, we're definitely moving towards that direction right now, but Okay, I'll be going down for sales.
0: Cool. Okay. Time. Talking about like how you guys did the previous year, maybe some goals, like what, what goes on in a sales meeting? Cause I talked to other reps and they, they're all talking about their upcoming sales meetings.
1: It, so outside of you know the new guys who maybe haven't gone, it's okay. time for them to get it. It's it's a good reset. Mm-hmm. Every time you're down there, even if you've gone a hundred times, I think your appreciation for the hard work that they're doing down there, you know, we'll we'll show up to the factory, the farm around ten a.m. People are there already working their ass off, uh, and we'll be we'll be outside for four hours. I'm exhausted by the end of the day. So you see these guys just busting their butt for. 10 hours sometimes you uh you appreciate it you know mm-hmm. you something i can take back and tell everybody's like we're doing it the right way you yeah. know so l- good little reset take a look you know we're always adding stuff like big thing christian wanted to show off this past year was our new box factory okay you know so as you know we make our own boxes that can get a little difficult sometimes especially being you know a smaller you know family-owned company and uh yeah, now we're able to just mass-produce these boxes. Our new boxes for Asylum made that transition a lot easier. Yeah, I'm happy to say we're completely done with that whole repackaging. So, okay. You know, so you'll still see some old packaging on shelves, but yeah. we're hoping by the end of the year, everybody just has the new Asylum stuff and Hopefully you, you agree it looks a lot better. I'm I was gonna say
0: too. it looks really clean, it really pops. Yeah. I love what you guys have done. Even with this CLE, this this represents a new new packaging. No, so the CLE. Oh, that's old?
1: So CLE, uh, we wanted Asylum to look more similar to oh, okay. CLE in okay. that, you know, cabinet style uh, presentation. So now CLE and Asylum, you can kind of see how they're, you know, related in that sense, because mm-hmm. they're having that same box type. Aroa still so gonna have that traditional you know yeah. 20 count 10 on 10 but definitely saving some shelf space with the new asylum packaging no yeah. more 50 count boxes oh yeah yeah
0: well and i know like a lot of companies in a perfect world would probably want to offer 50 count boxes because it just helps spread the cost you know per unit of each cigar you know over a greater quantity but for retailers it's a challenge sometimes and even for a consumer that wants to buy a box like yeah. that's a big commitment or a big ask
1: it's a big box uh and again, even on the on the retailer side as well, not everybody's shelves are good. It's not going to fit everybody's shelves perfect. Mm-hmm. You know, some shelves are slanted. Some shelves are completely flat. So we're just uh, taking up less space, making it look a lot cleaner and, you know, thinking about the consumer, the retailer. And now it makes our life easier, too, Yeah, because now we have everything in 25 count boxes or 20 count boxes makes it easier to make every box.
0: Yeah. So. So you said you saw the box factory the last trip you went?
1: Yeah, apparently we have a new big piece of machinery that I can't wait to see cuz Christian's been talking about it, something oh, that's going to just streamline the whole box cutting uh, you know, process as well, so I can't wait to see it. He he gets all giddy about that stuff, so it makes that's me awesome. it makes me excited. Yeah, so yeah. When the boss gets excited, I get a little excited.
0: Yeah. So. No, and look, even something as simple as like a box, the cigar box, I guess a lot of end consumers, even myself included, like we tend to forget like there's a lot that goes on, even with just making the box.
1: Yeah. I mean, and if you're a consumer going to an asylum event and you see a, a box deal, yeah, I'll, I'll let you know quickly. Yeah, you don't have to buy a 50, you can buy a mix and match a 20. But a 50 count box, even if you love that cigar, that's a big
0: investment. Yeah. You know, it's a big ask,
1: right? It really is. And I appreciate the ones that have done it in the past, but, you know, trying to make their life a little bit easier. You know, mm-hmm. if they want 50, they can buy two boxes. Right. Now, you know? <laughs> exactly. <laughs>
0: Well, that's cool, man. So you're look, you're looking forward to the sales uh, trip. That's in January? Yeah. Yeah. And that's a good month, too, right? It's kind of slow for the industry right after the holidays. You guys can kind of duck off and, and, and do some some of your work behind the scenes, huh?
1: Exactly. And, you know, it's a little bit weird now, you know, with TPE coming up early January. So oh. we'll see. I'm excited. Next year is going to be different. I'm excited to see what, you know, PCA in March looks like. And, yeah, you know, it's just changing up the algorithm a little bit. See how If more people show up, if it's more packed, I'm excited. Right.
0: I know. I forget that the the PCA is in March. It's coming up, man.
1: It's four months away, I think. So,
0: Man. I know. I just got an email from PCA. And for people who don't know what we're talking about, that's PCA, Premium Cigar Association. That's uh, the big trade organization. They, They would hold their big convention during the summer months, typically. But this upcoming year will be the first time they move it to a different month. It'll be March. I thought it was April. But, yeah, I think it's March,
1: huh? Yeah, and, uh, you know, I've only been in the industry for almost six years now, and I've only known Vegas, you know, yeah. in summer as yeah. PCA time. So yeah. a little bit of, you know, new for me. So, you know.
0: So it'll be March in Vegas. Yeah,
1: March yeah. in Vegas. and so, then I don't know if they. Suppo-
0: I think they they talked about it for 2025 being March in New Orleans.
1: Can't wait. Yeah. <laughs> it'll make your drive easier. Huh? Yep, I'll be driving to PCA next yeah. year, I guess. Instead of flying.
0: <laughs> yep. So you mentioned you've been with the company for six years now?
1: Oh, it'll be six uh, next summer. So I guess five and a half. Man. Yeah, it flies.
0: Time man. flies, man. Yeah. Shoot. Yeah. Yeah, I just remember, like, I I still remember when the first time we met you. It's like, oh, yeah, it seems man. like yesterday.
1: I was a little boy. <laughs> I was a little boy. I was young. I was a young boy that yeah. time. Man. <laughs> now you're grown. Trying. Try. Rep,
0: the, the rep of the year. Have you ever won that? Do, do you guys have a rep of the year kind of contest?
1: Uh yeah we uh you know every year we do a salesman of the year i i got it my first full year oh what uh, yeah sorry rookie of the year uh, trying you know but it's uh every year it's been uh for the most part it, it's always somebody new uh okay th- that's getting it uh i'll give a shout out to our florida guy mike denny's he's he's a beast okay he'll probably uh if he sees this he'll be like i should get it every year yeah what you great bro i'm proud of you so So
0: what does he cover just the whole state of florida or like the south florida
1: Florida? yeah okay all all florida uh he's a machine he's he Mm -hmm. is a badass i'll give it to him the last time i'll say it no more talking about Mike denny's we can move past it and not to like
0: (laughs) not to disparage him but like florida is an awesome market yeah he'll let you
1: know he'll let you know how awesome it is
0: well yeah now is it because (laughs) of his skill or the market itself you know
1: no he's great yeah yeah. yeah. he's great i've learned a lot of things from him so all joking aside uh that's Cle, I mean, I'm sure every sales rep will say it. We got a dream squad, man. So we, we got a little bit of everything in our sales team. I can, I feel like I can call five different people in my company depending yeah. on the situation and get great advice. So, yeah, I'm blessed, bro. I sell good cigars. I got a good squad. It's good to be part of this team, man.
0: When you started, did you have to shadow another rep in another territory or did they just, they just threw you to the, to the wolves here?
1: My first day was uh, PCA 2018. Oh, man! so yeah, they threw me, uh, they threw me in the fire, but, uh, I'm super happy for the opportunity. Yeah. I think I passed the test, you know, I think I've told you, I got my, uh, I got the call from Tom Lazuka, shout out that I got the job as I was getting sworn in getting my, uh, Oh my God, my citizenship here at the U S so I'm at the arena, little high school, like basketball arena in Houston waiting for them to do the ceremony. I get a call from Tom three months later what? after my interview and it, it was almost like a movie so i'm gonna Damn. keep kicking ass so i can get a movie made you know yeah. cigar movie
0: the hector lia story yeah the hector
1: lia story one immigrant <laughs> boy becoming you know
0: <laughs> so where do you where where did you grow up where'd you from
1: uh born in venezuela moved okay. here when i was two so you know
0: so you have no memory really of, of not really venezuela.
1: not really um my spanish is awful too i can understand it so if people do talk shit i can hear you yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. cut that cut that, cut no. that. <laughs> but uh
0: no it's, to your point about that um and we can cut it if you want but I always warn people like don't talk smack about any Spanish speaker in this industry. Cause odds are they probably know English. A lot of them don't like to let you know that, yeah. but just assume everyone knows.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know, English. Mm-hmm. It's, so it's, you know, I've been in Texas. I'm based out of Houston. So I've been in round rock first eight okay. years in the U S and then the rest in Houston. I love that city. So yeah. Sucks that we lost uh, to the Rangers. So when I go to Dallas now, it's been a lot of, uh,
0: Lot of, lot of love, a lot of love right? in my
1: face yeah. yeah well i was in uh i was working some cutting lights when we were on the road when we won those three in a row so mm-hmm. i was just letting everybody know oh a no. shot. you know and they, they were all fun they played along uh but when i visited them a couple of weeks ago they reminded me how stupid i
0: was they so. they had the last laugh huh definitely oh, yeah they
1: definitely did Uh-oh. i wasn't laughing i'll tell you <laughs> right
0: well i know you're passionate about the strows, and so is our manager here sam he like went all in this past year on the astros
1: everything houston yeah i'm not a big baseball guy okay at all you're just a pro houston pro houston anti-yankees whatever <laughs> whatever you want to call it man. Yeah.
0: yeah no that's cool man so you grew up or you were born in venezuela moved here when you were two and you grew up in houston grew up in houston basically yeah,
1: yeah. yeah that's where my roots are
0: yeah uh what's going on there uh there's a there's a mayoral race right
1: yes yes yeah. there
0: is is it pretty uh contentious there
1: it always is but i mean uh, whoever gets mayor they're gonna do whatever they want that's the it that city's gonna be great regardless they're just yeah. gonna make minor changes that will make the news at some point but yeah it's a, it's a mayor you know like I, i'm hoping whoever wins does great but not too optimistic I'm all, if you want to be well honest.
0: i'm always intrigued by like what's going on in houston because you know unfortunately for louisiana we tend to lose a lot of people to Texas. And I get it, right? There's more opportunity. Um, I was talking to someone. Um,
1: you know why, though, uh, right? Why y'all said no to Bucky's? Oh uh, no, 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 no! I'm just saying. Uh, no,
0: we messed that up. Oh, Louisiana yeah. messed that up.
1: I don't, I don't see the Gopher whenever I'm, or the Beaver whenever I'm coming uh, <sighs> through Louisiana, man. It's all sad.
0: Dude, I just went to Bucky's <laughs> for the first time four weeks ago.
1: Dude, and, I, I get calls from people that are living in the Midwest that have Bucky's now, hmm. so they're they're going all over, but just not here in louisiana i guess
0: not for yeah not now oh, i think they're gonna open one up on i-20 though i heard but they were supposed to have one here in town uh right on i-12 where i-12 and i-10 merge kind of in that area yeah and the, the word is i don't know the full story but it probably went down the way uh walt disney came down here when he pitched disney world because oh. you know they wanted to build disney world in i think new orleans east or slide air slide l area
1: I've heard that story and it amazing. It doesn't surprise me after yeah. I knew about the Bucky stuff. I'm mm-hmm. like, it seems
0: it's very Louisiana. Man. <laughs> hey,
1: you said it, not yeah.
0: me. Oh, I know. No, I know. I'm I'm our biggest critic. You know, <laughs> I'm our biggest lover, but I'm also our biggest critic. You know, I
1: love this state too. Yeah, like, uh, you know, my route coming from Houston all the way to New Orleans. That's one of my favorite routes I do every time. Man. Oh so yeah, great people, great food. I've definitely helped on the 50 pounds I put on since <laughs> 2018, but.
0: Instead of the freshman 15, the uh, yeah. cigar rep 50?
1: Yeah, I got happy relationship weight, road weight, <laughs> and COVID weight all at once. So oh, no. I'm a survivor, man. Come on.
0: <laughs> How many pounds do you want to lose, if not to get personal?
1: Oh, 215 would be perfect. So okay. I mean, I'm, I'm cultivating mass right now so that when I do cut, it's just, you know, all, you know, just all biceps. Yeah. You know, all biceps and traps, bro. Yeah.
0: No, but to go back to, like, Bucky's, apparently it was just one of these, like... You know, money incentives and Bucky's just doesn't play that. They said, "No, nope, we're packing up, we're going yeah, and I skipping mean, Louisiana."
1: I just got a full tank of premium gas for less than two seventy five a gallon. So, hmm. y'all need Bucky's, bro. Yeah, I'm, I know. We'll get there. It's here, impressive. Bro. Now I understand. <laughs> when
0: I first went there, I I was just like eyes wide open. I can understand the cult following, and I was just impressed with the, you know from an, an operational standpoint, just how efficient the machine was. Uh, went down to the one in uh, Alabama i forget what what town that's in but uh right off of i-10 it's awesome
1: yeah it sounds a little lame to say that i bring my boss my big bosses to a gas station every time <laughs> they travel with me but it's a must you know it's a stop every time yeah but
0: you know, Bucky's, do you know the history of it no no Does I it, don't. did it start in texas i assume it started in texas
1: yeah i, I I'm one of those guys. I used to support it. I don't know any of the history. Yeah. I probably should. I'll do the I'll do some homework for next stuff. Yeah.
0: Well, I first learned about it through cigar reps, you know, since they travel a lot. Um, one in particular who like first told me about Bucky's, and I was, I was just kind of like intrigued by it. Like, how are you such a cult follower of a like essentially a gas station? But this isn't a typical gas station. It's like
1: when you're driving for a couple the hours, Disney World on on you know, it's a beacon of of like friendship and happiness. And every time <laughs> you see that beaver, you're just like, oh, it's you know the beaver yeah. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah so what are your favorite things to do and when, when you get there besides gas uh
1: i'll leave one off because you know we're we're trying to make a good show i don't want to oh, okay. too uh in the weeds about it but uh um, super clean i think yeah. that's the number one thing yep. and then whatever you're feeling like you want a kolachi, you want a egg taco whatever you want and everything in between you're gonna get yeah. it so it's just I, I, they have to pump oxygen in there. It's kind of like lot. There, ha, there has to be something that we don't know yeah, that yeah. just makes everybody happy. Because yeah. I walk out, I spent thirty dollars, and I'm like, oh, I don't even know why. Yeah, I don't even know what I spent it on.
0: There's something know? about it, like it, it compels you to spend in yeah. there. Whether it's their, I don't. Know, a lot, a lot of the foods they offer, I guess, are done in house or at least packaged under their own brand. um But what do they have? The, the beaver, the beaver, beaver nuts n- is it? Yeah, beaver nuggets. Nuggets, yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, I tried that, and I was like yeah that, it almost it, felt like a cereal yeah, like like golden grams or something like it,
1: that it's probably better with milk i don't, yeah, I don't yeah, know yeah. i was thinking that about that i, I bet
0: there's that. some people who like pour it like a, or eat it like a cereal
1: it's all about the jerky now if you're oh, a okay. jerky guy they have like 30 different types of jerky i'm not gonna sit here and say it's better than x jerky it's just super convenient yeah you know what i mean because whichever direction i'm driving at some point i'm seeing the buckies mm-hmm. and it's like i said it's just all right it's like a little checkpoint yeah know?
0: I'm sure they have plans of, of spreading beyond just the, the south and, or the I-10 corridor. But, yeah, I I'll, I'll, uh, I need to do some more research on that company because I'm just really impressed by just the operations. And like you said, the bathrooms, they're known to be super, super clean. Yeah. Like, I guess they always have an attendant there to make sure everything's spotless.
1: And they have that Chick-fil-A secret sauce where it they oh, give off that. the illusion that everybody that's working there is just super happy. Yeah. I'm sure they're not all oh, yeah, yeah. super happy, but, man, you could – you could fool me. Yeah. They're all smiling. You know, I'll be walking in at five AM. I'm not necessarily smiling back all the time. I'm a little, you know, half sleepy, a little grumpy, and they'll just frown upside down.
0: Yeah, yeah. So are they open twenty four hours, do you know? Or do they do they close certain
1: hours? I mean, I've been there at three AM. So I'm guessing yeah, they oh wow. Yeah. It, okay. They open, man. And it's packed. During hunting oh, season. Is, oh, it's just, yeah, especially if it's oh, hunting season, yeah. people are there they're... at three AM. I'm like, the hell's going on? Oh. do you do any hunting nah nah, i want to i want to i'm one of those guys like i'm a good tag a lot i probably won't i'm i'm a morale guy yeah yeah so
0: (laughs) there you go yeah i mean speaking of which we're we just entered hunting season our duck season opened last weekend and we'll go on till uh end of january so yeah i guess the hunting season would would make bucky's uh very crowded too
1: yeah Hmm.
0: that's cool so you got the that going on, sales rep, tr- uh, trips. Uh, what else can you tell me? Oh, so you grew up in Houston. Yeah. Uh, what are some of the good points of living in Houston, some bad points?
1: So this might cause a little controversy. But okay. I, I love the food here in, like, you know, Louisiana, every mm-hmm. part. You can't beat Houston cuisine. You can get – it's so diverse, such a diverse city. You can find good Mediterranean food. Find good, obviously, Tex-Mex, great steakhouses, good New American, good Asian, everything. So that food, as somebody who looks like me, food is unbelievable in Houston. Uh, yeah. And just uh, everybody's just super friendly, man. It, to be honest, it doesn't matter what you look like, what you're driving. People, it's just a cool vibe. I love that city. Yeah. So, like, people like to say it's a dirtier Dallas. I'm like, yeah, we, we embrace it. That's our grime. That's what makes us us. It's a little character. Yeah. You know, so I love that city. They've, I probably, my job might be a little bit easier if I moved up to Dallas, you know, be a little bit closer to some other states, but I, I can't leave it. Why do you say out. that?
0: You mean, is the Dallas market better in terms of a performance with cigar sales well, than
1: Houston? I just feel like if you live in Dallas, you're a little bit closer to like Lubbock. You're a little bit closer to Amarillo. Okay. You know, if you have Oklahoma, you're a little bit closer to Oklahoma. So it's, there are some, uh, perks i'd say most of the reps live in dallas too there's a few yeah, of yeah that seems that so for our houston,
0: territory man. it's like dallas seems to be like the hub
1: yeah there's a few in houston a couple in austin a couple in san antonio but you know i still it, i don't feel overwhelmed living in houston at all so Okay, i think you can still do a great job living in houston for sure
0: how's the traffic yeah. pretty bad they're known for their traffic
1: if you if you're a local you know what roads to uh what okay. roads to avoid at what time you know the back roads. So i okay. personally don't have a lot of issues with uh traffic but i can imagine if you don't know the city and you're trying to go to the galleria you're probably so yeah you're probably yeah. hating life oh no drive, so
0: <laughs> I, I but i bet it's not as as bad as uh say atlanta have you heard about stories with atlanta traffic
1: yeah i i would assume it's 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 got to be up there because yeah. when Rush hour starts at like three o'clock. Yeah, until seven. It's a four-hour rush hour. It's not five to seven, four to seven. It's you're leaving downtown trying to get to Katy, League City, even Baytown. You're, you're going to be in traffic for a while, even mm-hmm. with the toll tag, man. You're you're in traffic.
0: So. Yeah, that's. Uh, I mean, Baton Rouge has always had to contend with its traffic. It's pretty bad, especially for like the size of, of or how small of a city we really are. It's just the roads have been. I mean, we haven't kept up. Yeah. so um but yeah i guess it's different just with houston just being a larger population yeah, you drive
1: handle. an hour in houston you're still in houston it's just it's yeah. spread out so yeah but i also- got the loop the loop systems right <coughs> oh yeah yeah also mm-hmm. i mean we're a huge sports city like we mm-hmm. don't win a lot but when our teams are good uh, we're as annoying as cowboys fans right? <laughs> we're out there we're out there we rep like yeah. right now being a texans fan it's it's a fun time with that. With well, yeah, J. What's going Stroud. on?
0: Cause I haven't really been watching football this year. I'm what
1: pretty sure. If you Google NFL passing leader right now, you're going to see CJ Stroud as the number one passer. I might be wrong. Somebody okay. might've taken, but he's rookie. I think he has one. Oh no. I think he has two interceptions. Now he threw one against the Bengals, but I mean, he beat Joe burrow last week. It was oh. a shootout. He beat him. So it's uh, it's fun. I'm going to have to buy a Jersey of his. I'm going to have to go to the Texans game. So CJ Stroud,
0: he's, C. A, J. Stroud. he's, he's going turning pretty, it around, man. Okay
1: uh do you, you ever go to any games I go to a lot of Astros I try to go to a handful of Rockets and one or two Texans games but gonna be if CJ Stroud is what I think he's gonna be I'm gonna have to look into some season tickets because this guy what he's he's a he's it's a real stud. deal huh his first interception I think he threw like the most touchdowns or most completions without interception and his first interception he threw it the team fumbled it it was against you guys it was against the saints oh okay y'all intercepted it and then the guy who intercepted it fumbled so we got the ball right back and threw a touchdown oh man so he's he's for real he, I'm, i hope i don't jinx him that'd be right right on brand if me. they start <laughs> to tank it's because <laughs> we be can right on it's
0: all because of you <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah
1: well i mean I, he's on my fantasy football team and all that stuff you know oh, stroud right. boys so that's what it's what we call ourselves
0: the stroud boys stroud boys yeah. okay now what is where are they at in their division the number one
1: Ed, they're either tied for first or in second. We're okay. five and four. I think the Jags are five and four
0: too. Okay. So Who else is in the division? And,
1: uh, the so the Titans and the Colts. So Titans and
0: the Colts. Okay. Yeah.
1: Usually a pretty bad division. I'm, you know about that, you know? Oh yeah. Yeah. Saints, Saints are very poor. Saints, Falcons, division right now. Yeah. Bucks, Bucks and, and the Panthers. And the Panthers. Yeah. Yeah.
0: It's so sad that I think what Saints are five and five now or something like that and they're still like in contention i guess for the division
1: i think y'all are or the leaders yeah if not, be the yeah. Leaders, i don't yeah. know how
0: atlanta did if they if they won this past weekend yeah, who knows yeah
1: that, that team so hit and miss i know
0: yeah it really is man houston seems to be one of those towns that has pretty much every kind of sport like professional
1: right except for hockey
0: okay i was gonna ask yeah, if they had a hockey we team. don't have
1: hockey we used to have the houston arrows uh, that was a like, hockey team it was a minor league hockey oh, team, okay. it was like the second uh second league but they were fun they were fun to go to okay yeah you know Houston, you don't get a lot of opportunities to see a hockey game and mm. i'm like to be honest i'm i'm like a chick watching hockey i don't know where the puck is i don't know <laughs> i don't know who's on offense who's on defense yeah
0: i i went to a few uh hockey games in college um because our college had a hockey team and i guess maybe where i was in the in the stands like I, it was hard for me to like follow the puck
1: yeah. yeah yeah, it's like I, live you know i bring nothing to the table if we're talking hockey i yeah. you know, just like i'll nod my head yes yeah yes sir
0: <laughs> now dallas has a hockey team i know for sure yeah the stars and they yeah. they is that a town that has pretty much every professional team or sport yeah,
1: they got it I, yeah yeah they sure do they yeah. got uh the rangers mavericks cowboys and then yeah you got the stars so okay yeah they got it going on in there they just you know what about
0: soccer? You do any soccer or watch any soccer? Houston Dynamo are
1: fun to watch. I'm not a big soccer guy, but the the arena's built really nice. It's The shade's perfect. It's outdoor. It's not big enough yet to where they're charging you $14 for a beer. You're actually getting beer at a good price. So. Okay. Yeah, try yeah, to get it's, some
0: seats. Or, yeah, or cheap. People in the seats.
1: Super oh. uh, cost efficient, too. So, like, it's you can get right close to the field for like 50 bucks. Yeah. So,
0: and that's MLS, right? MLS. Yeah yeah. 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 I, I wish MLS, I'm hoping I'm rooting for them. Right. I just, I don't watch it. Um, if I do watch soccer, it's usually La Liga. That's a Spanish yeah. club uh, league and uh champions league league, obviously, but I, I just haven't really watched MLS.
1: Yeah. I can't get into, it. I try to you get know. into European soccer and it's just, you got, players transferring you got the champions league i can't it's it confuses me you know
0: soccer you you could you could watch that all year if you're a soccer fan you can watch it literally there's a game somewhere in the world
1: well you see what they're trying to do in the nba now with the in-season tournament no yeah they're doing like a international soccer thing where there's like during the season they have group stage games okay and depending on how you do i think during the all-star break the mid-season championship gets crowned Hmm. so they're doing these in-season tournaments it's you but could, is that is that among like uh like NBA across
0: teams. across that's different club teams around the world? No, or? just
1: NBA teams. So it's like right now, uh, that's why you're. I don't know if you've seen all those colorful courts that are popping up right now. They're doing it for the in season tournament. I don't understand it. I just know the Rockets are doing all good. That. So go Rockets. Are,
0: are you familiar with that, Nick? Yeah, it's, it's just for
1: money. It's, it's just, just for money, right? Because like money, if yeah. you win, you don't get it, yeah, right?
0: Yeah. Huh. But is, so it, it, are they trying to incorporate like a Champions League?
1: I I I don't know what they're trying to do. I, yeah. When I when I see the group stages, first thing that comes to my mind is soccer. Yeah, and right. It confuses. I don't get it. Mm-hmm. I don't get it. I, now that Nick said they don't get anything out of it, I don't understand the purpose except maybe make the season a little bit more exciting. Yeah.
0: Get more engagement. Or, yeah. I don't or,
1: think a lot of people watch NBA until right around playoffs.
0: You yeah. Know, it's
1: not like NFL where every week matters. You know so i mean i know i do that with baseball like until it's like game 101 i don't i'm not really that invested hmm. too, it's too long of a season yeah 162 whatever i can't do that can't be invested for that i'll go crazy that's I why gotta, i gotta sell cigars man yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> you got a life yeah. yeah
0: yeah that's why like i got a sense of baseball fandom this this past year with sam get going all in with the houston astros and like he got deep in it like he started researching i'd hear him with another customer a uh, good customer of ours that he's a big asterisk fan like they would you know chit chat about what the team's doing like it was like all season yeah. like from the beginning
1: i don't have that to, type of energy yeah. man. it's i i made one funny bet with the uh, dallas uh with the guy in dallas shout out to trey andrews i uh I, he owes me a steak dinner that's all. Oh, i I'm, yeah? I'm gonna oh. put that on the on how's the air. trey doing I'm gonna put that on the air you owe me a steak dinner Trey. yeah
0: yeah yeah tell him <laughs> trey you owe him a steak dinner now how, how's he doing i know he uh he used to be a rep and then he, oh, he's, he's, he, he's now ass. in the retail world huh? yeah he's
1: kicking ass up in dallas so you know he's having a fun time uh, good dude yeah he's yeah good people man so
0: absolutely that's awesome yeah no but uh, i mean baseball going back you can just invest so much time yeah. it's just such a long season have they talked about shortening the season
1: if they have, I haven't heard it. Okay, you know, I'm sure they. Why would they? You know, you get more money with more games. If anything, they'd probably expand it. Look what the NFL did. I mean, those guys are getting car wrecks every game. They added another game. So. And then,
0: oh yeah, they yeah. did add another they game. Another, oh.
1: they, they don't care. Yeah. CT, so now 17 games. 17 that, games. Yeah. That that
0: a team has to play. Yeah, I think they took or 17 away, weeks. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: they took away a preseason game and added a regular season. Okay. So okay. But yeah, it's uh and then this, it's this all about the money, man.
0: And then yeah, of course. Yeah. And then this uh. I guess strategy—they're trying to incorporate more play in the international yeah. market, like in London, right?
1: I hate it. You don't I, like it? Oh my! Yeah, I can't. I love my Sundays starting at noon, but oh. <laughs> when it's at eight thirty in the morning, I'm oh. watching the Colts versus the Patriots. I'm, that's awful. I don't want it. Who wants to watch the Colts yeah. versus the Patriots? It's I mean, like,
0: they're yeah. super fans, though. That they, I guess they, they take—they block out the whole day just for football.
1: If you're, yeah, but if you live in California, that's a six thirty oh, a.m. Yeah, that's right. I forgot. I got to get up at six thirty and watch the Colts. Yeah.
0: Come on. And then if you live in if live in Hawaii, what's that like four thirty in the morning?
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah,
0: man, uh, that's crazy.
1: It, they're trying though. I mean, uh, I've heard rumblings again. I'm not a sports reporter, but I do listen to a lot of it, and uh, I think they're trying to make it more of a worldwide kind of game. I mean, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if Jacksonville found themselves in England one day, being a London team. To be oh, honest, yeah. you know they play what two games every year in London already, so. Who knows, man? It's yeah. I've heard that they might want to do the Super Bowl in London, which that doesn't even make sense. You got to have it here in the states, you know. It's yeah,
0: but I mean, if you're trying to create a new customer base, why not have a Super Bowl what, in a new market, right?
1: What time is that game going to be at, though? Is it going to be prime time U.S. <sighs> oh, oh, yeah. time, or are you hmm. playing it in the morning in London? You know, so it's
0: yeah, that's a good question.
1: I mean, that's what the USC has to do when they do overnight, like some fights they'll do. 3 a.m. London time because it's prime time for us to watch. Oh, so I don't think football players are gonna want to play at 3 a.m. They have a little bit more leeway, so we'll see. Probably won't happen. Yeah, based off feedback too. I don't think anybody wants to see it go overseas. You know, Hmm. that's our game.
0: I wonder if an if a Super Bowl would. I mean, I'm sure it'd be well watched even if it aired at noon. Right, Pro Bowl over there in the U.S. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's put the Pro
1: Bowl over there. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, (laughs) yeah. They'll man. go crazy for it,
0: but yeah, it seems like you know, just an outside viewer really looking in, the NFL is pushing to expand their reach beyond just the U.S. They're trying to expand in other markets. Oh yeah, do they just play in London for the international scene, or is there another city there? Frankfurt. They play. Fra- Fra- okay, in, that, they play in Frankfurt
1: yeah. too. So it's tough to keep up with all these sports, man. They're trying to go worldwide. I mean, I think uh when the Olympics come here to the U.S., flag football is going to be on the table too. It's an actual sport. So. What? There's a chance we'll see Tyreek Hill wearing oh. flags, just running full speed. So it's gonna be crazy. When when are the Olympics I coming here? It's 2028, I believe. It's
0: 2028. Okay. Hmm. Huh. Because I know the World Cup is gonna be like co-hosted. Between I don't I forget I don't know if it is the next World Cup or I think the one it's after. All North America. It's yeah, North America. It's Canada, the US, and Mexico. Yeah.
1: I think they're having some games in Houston too, to be honest. Oh, so. that's
0: right. They would that would be a good market for they that. They usually
1: have those big games. I think mm-hmm. uh they've had like Madrid versus Barcelona. Barcelona yeah, yeah. there. So I mean, we get some of the big games. We get Final Four tournaments hosted in Houston all the time. So mm-hmm. another reason to love that city, man.
0: So. Yeah, there's just so much going on there. The infrastructure is perfect for hosting big events like that
1: yeah great cigar shops there too it's just I yeah love i was gonna story, ask man. about the cigar shops uh, in houston The cigar scene in houston's great man you yeah. have uh quality shops popping up you have your namesakes there too your stores have just been great consistently so it's mm-hmm. i love it man
0: yeah i know jorge at stogie a little yeah. shout out to them yeah awesome great people great people man. yeah, yeah. they're still calling it they got their h-town
1: still yeah man it's uh you know it you're looking for a good lancero you still they're still known for that but they yeah. I guess overall product they just yeah just yeah. overall product they they just do a great job man yeah
0: yeah no i first met jorge at the my father's cigar factory tour back in 2012 and just got to know him and i was just really impressed with his story and his operation so anyone going to houston and wants to check out a cigar shop that's definitely one to, to put on your list among others i just don't know of the other players but i just know that houston's are like, like i'm a cigar mecca
1: yeah it's 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 a great city man just yeah. like i said i could i could go on we could have a whole podcast with me just saying how good uh yeah yeah houston is but yeah
0: but like i insinuated early on i'm always intrigued by what's going on in houston just because of our proximity right to the area and you know some of the challenges louisiana has to face competing oh, yeah. against texas right i mean you guys don't have an income tax right yeah no. the infrastructure is a lot better managed it seems there's a lot of diversity a lot of people there so like to your point about the food scene i know that for a fact the houston food scene is incredible um i've seen them featured on numerous like food shows and all and uh i think you know louisiana can not to put it down but it could take you know some some lessons from from the texas playbook
1: well i'll be honest a lot of houston now is very inspired by a lot of people you know that unfortunately during katrina that came to houston Mm -hmm. and you'd see a lot of influence, man, in great ways, I think. Right,
0: great contributions. Yeah, exactly, Louisiana, man. Yeah.
1: I mean, some of the nicest people I ever met are people, you know, they were forced to come here. Yep. It wasn't something they wanted to do. And, you know, I hope they feel like Houston's home for them now. But uh I feel like our states are always going to be kind of bonded just because, Yeah. you know, unfortunately, weather gets a little crazy in this part. So, you know, we always back each other up. I know yeah. when Houston, uh when we had Hurricane Harvey, I think, the Louisiana Navy, I think the Cajun Navy, the Cajun Navy, they came and saved the day, man. They were, they were definitely supporting. So yeah, you know, there's always that connection between the two States, man. I like to give y'all a hard time about some questionable business decisions. (laughs) but I mean, (laughs) overall, overall, I love this state too. Right.
0: Right. Oh yeah. No, we look, we're unique. We have our own culture, our own food. Definitely. And like you alluded to, the people are awesome. It just seems that you always have some crazy characters and actors that mess it up for everyone, you know.
1: That's everywhere. But anyway, oh, right? That's everywhere. Yeah, that's yeah. yeah. Mhm. Mhm. You can go to like Pleasantville, Pennsylvania. I don't even know if that's a real place. There's <laughs> going to be somebody there that's, you know, just causing trouble. Right. So It's uh you take the good with the bad. Yeah. You know. Yeah.
0: So uh you got any plans for Thanksgiving? What do you do for Thanksgiving?
1: Usually I get to see my fam uh and Katie. Uh this year going to south carolina gonna see hmm. the girlfriend's family gonna spend most of the week next week up there and be in greenville so okay you know gonna fly into Raleigh, rent a car and just you know enjoy the week yeah probably go hiking in one of the days but eat some good uh they got some louisiana in their family they got some cajun in their family so what i'm gonna be eating good i'll tell you that man cajun's <laughs>
0: uh spread out throughout the the world man yeah, Have I, you ever been to, you said, South Carolina?
1: I've never been there. I've met her family a bunch, but uh, I'm looking forward. They always make like a crawfish pie, which shouldn't sound as, it doesn't, it's doesn't way more delicious yeah. than it sounds, I promise, but it's, I'm looking forward to it.
0: Yeah. It's like a meat pie, right? Yeah. But just the stuffing is um crawfish.
1: crawfish. Yeah. 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 like a, like an empanada of, like,
0: of sorts, like, if yeah. you will, if people know what empanadas are.
1: Yeah. But yeah, it's yeah. like, no, it's an actual pie. It's oh, you know, it's like an you cut a slice and it's, oh. it's it, like, huh. a, yeah, it's like a filled, with, it's like, I don't want to give away their secret recipe, but crawfish pie. If you see it, you get it.
0: Because hmm, I was thinking like the way we do, like Cajuns do meat pies yeah. or the Natchitoches meat pie, it's like um a piece of flour, right? They put the stuffing, whatever the filling is, in this case, meat. And they fold it over, crimp it, and I think they either bake it or fr- uh, deep fry it. I think they deep fry it.
1: Yeah, this is more like a pot pie. But this pie. is actually like, like oh, a, okay, like a, like a pot yeah, pie. like a pot okay. pie. Yeah, it's huh. kind of, damn good, too. Wow, yeah. I bet. It was one of those when they were like, oh, try it. I was like, all right, I'll try it. I'll just take a bite. And then I give me a second slice. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll take some to go, please.
0: You know it's that good when uh, you got to go back for seconds. Okay. Oh, yeah. So you're
1: going to be uh, flying in, I'm assuming? Yeah, going will be flying. What
0: date are you going in? You're, you're flying next Wednesday or?
1: So that would be, I believe, 21st to the 25th. I'll be coming back back uh, Black Friday.
0: Okay, so you're flying back on
1: Black Friday? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, come back, spend the weekend at home, you know. I
0: like, was asking the, the, the times because I'm always intrigued by people's uh, travel plans during the holidays. Like, do you go on the busiest day of the year, which is, I guess, the day before Thanksgiving? Yeah. Or do you play it safe and maybe leave a little bit? sooner if you can during that week or, or what you do so
1: at tuesday and tuesday and friday ended up being like good priced days uh, oh. believe it or not so hmm. i don't know if a lot of, maybe a lot of people don't fly out on black friday maybe they're sleeping in those days but
0: and they spend the, the whole weekend long weekend with yeah. their family so i guess it isn't a well-traveled day
1: yeah so we're coming back that day i'll spend a couple of days with my fam in uh katie texas that weekend and you know hit the road again okay yeah brother
0: hmm so uh what's your outlook for closing out the the year in terms of cigar sales
1: What like
0: from from your point of view as you know rep for cle aroa asylum and then what is your prediction for or outlook for like cigar shops for the holidays
1: uh so uh you know uh what what exactly do you mean i'm sorry like do
0: you like do you think we're gonna have a great christmas oh yeah in terms of sales the same or flat or or worse
1: Usually, you know, it's hard to tell with the holidays, but I have to assume with the brutal summer we had down here, Mm. where it was a little bit slower than usual, we might have a busier Christmas. You know, I know for, on the rep perspective, travel's a little bit lighter towards the end of the year because it is more busy for you guys. Uh, But, I mean, our steep cigar coming out, the Asylum 867, that's been a whole, you know, journey. But I've been told that's shipping hopefully by the end of this month, so. We're uh, looking at getting that out before the end of the year and just, you know, 2024, we'll be able to rock and roll with that new release. And, you know, with the new packaging of Asylum being completely done, we're looking for 2024 to be one of the more smooth years we've had. So
0: what can you tell us about this upcoming cigar?
1: So the Asylum 867. Okay. uh, Has a little bit of a tumultuous past. Uh, It -hmm. is uh, something that started with the Deadwood Tobacco guys up in uh, Deadwood, South Dakota. It was a private label for the guys up there. Uh they were selling that cigar faster than I ever imagined. I've been very lucky mm-hmm. to work St. Patrick's Day uh parades with them there. So uh, Oh, in Deadwood? In Deadwood. Uh shout out to uh, you know, Wild Bill and the crew up there and uh our Midwest uh rep, Michelle Stewart. You know, she needs help, so she'll call me or it's been Mike a couple of times. But we'll go up there, sell cigars. It's long days, hard days, but it is awesome seeing one of your cigars just fly off the shelf consistently, every age group. So they are going to be uh, steeped, and uh,
0: it's we, like a topping. To uh, uh, yeah, we might because <laughs> that's I fine. A, yeah, but uh, well, no, yeah. I mean, I, just whatever you can tell is basically, <laughs> I guess, with terminology legalities, it's not a traditional cigar. It's not
1: traditional. Uh, it is steeped in uh, aromas. Okay, and you are going to get, you know, uh, just a variety of different aromas with the three cigars they are three very specific uh flavors that you're gonna get We yeah, might or need or profiles yeah thing. like profiles profiles and you know we're gonna be coming out with the big ring you know steep cigar too i don't think that's ever been put on the market so we're looking to try to you know create a shelf something that's just gonna stick out on the shelf something yeah. you haven't seen so do, do you gonna, know
0: do you know what the price point is
1: it's gonna be right in that 10 to 12 dollar range for seven by 70 you know aromatic cigar
0: yeah so So you mentioned wild bill is his name is he the owner or 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 of uh deadwood tobacco he's the
1: owner of deadwood right now yes sir
0: i think because i'm just asking because we used to carry a cigar from ortega cigars i don't know if you know this is going back like over 10 years ago and he had a series called the wild bunch so eddie ortega used to be i think a rep But then he paired up with Eric Espinosa back in the, like, 2000s or early 2010s. And they had EO brands. And they had a lot of their stuff made by My Father Cigars. Anyway, it didn't... I don't know why they closed up. So, like, Eddie went on his own. And Eric Espinosa went on his own. But anyway, uh, Eddie did a line called The Wild Bunch. It was kind of a cool concept. So what he did was release one cigar a month it was one size one blend and he named it after a uh, a character in the industry so one of the characters was this guy wild bill and i think the and they animated it you'll see a poster we have a, a poster of like all the um the wild bunch guys um that's where island jim he okay. was one he was one month yeah. and i think that's where maybe I, I might be wrong i'll have to ask or call uh the guys at, at island gym and, and oscar that's i think that's where he got the idea for like creating his own brand called island gym okay because a ortega did that and i um uh one of those cigars through through that wild bunch series and then they have like other sh- cigar shop owners it was kind of a really cool concept and so like i said every month they would release a new wild bunch character it would be its own unique blend i think all of them were made by the my father cigar factory at the time when they were actually doing contract work they don't do that now but you you brought up wild bill and it just made me think of that i wonder if that's the same guy does he does he ride a motorcycle
1: i think so yeah i I think so uh, because the
0: character on the on the the box packaging had i think him like on a motorcycle i mean i guess i can only imagine that with like sturgis Sturgis. yeah Yeah, that's why i'm
1: saying he might i would assume most likely but uh it could be based off him if you ever meet him honestly one of the most down-to-earth people i've ever met okay let me stay at his house when I'm working the event takes care of me. It's honestly, it's one of the best perks of this job is just meeting some of the coolest people, yeah. you know, like people, you would think Deadwood, Oh, biker people. They're going to, you know, intimidating, intimidating or to yeah. sweetest people. They probably don't want that out there, but yeah, <laughs> they are, they are the nicest people. Some of the nicest people i ever met their whole crew. Yeah. So, uh, they do a great job up there and, uh, I know they're going to be really happy to have the new, Asylum eight, six, seven hit their shelves again. So it's, it's, it's going to be coming nationwide, but you know, that's, but it we, started there it, essentially. It, it would not be what it's going to be without their help. So okay. we're definitely uh, looking forward. So the asylum, 2024, 2024, baby, twenty twenty four eight six
0: 2024, uh, the asylum, eight, six, seven.
1: Yeah. Asylum eight, six, seven. Okay. Don't cool. ask me what it means. I do not know. Yeah. Yeah. That's fine. <laughs> that's, that's a Christian and Tom exclusive. You're going to have to, okay. You're Maybe have to pry it from, yeah, them you're if if have it, it from them. Yes, yeah, yeah. sir. That's, no, about that's cool. my big grade. I'll tell you that.
0: Yeah. How often do you talk to Tom or Christian or people in within your company?
1: So I, uh, I've been saying this. I had my birthday September nineteenth, and the first person who called me was Tom Lazuka. Okay, he called me at like seven a.m. I thought, you know, you got to call at seven a.m. right know, on your Something's birthday. Wrong. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, from your boss, and he's like, "Oh, I oh. Hope you have a great day, enjoy it." So uh, they do a great job because uh, it is a family business. You know, we're not. Mm-hmm. We don't have the biggest farm on earth. We do have the cleanest, but we don't have the biggest farm on earth, but they just do a great job of making you feel like you're an integral part of the, of of your very important piece of the puzzle, yeah. you know? So they do a good job, even though there is some chaos that happens, you're going to see that sometimes, you know, anywhere, in you know, any entity, I mean, yeah, especially in this industry too. That's so heavily regulated. Sometimes um, they do a good job of just Hey, Strap on in. We thrive in chaos. We'll get through it. We yeah. always get through it. So, this year with repackaging the Asylum Eight Six Seven, we've had some hurdles we've had to clear, and we've we've cleared them, man. So, mm-hmm. you know me. I'm uh, I come in. I'm a bundle of anxiety sometimes. And this year they've done a great job of. I know whatever struggles we had, there's a reason we took care of it. Right. So it's uh, it's been a great year overall. And like I said, twenty twenty four. To the moon, baby. It's yeah. gonna be an even bigger year for
0: us. Oh, that's cool, man. Well, no. To add to that point of things going wrong in this industry, it it reminds me of when a company announces a certain release, right? Of you know, brand X or a new line. I, I don't like. I've learned not to put much stock in like a release date because there's always a you hic- uh, Usually, tends to be a hiccup, right, somewhere in the supply chain, whether it be an issue with the box factory or getting bands. Uh, customs holding up some regulatory hurdles, some legal challenge. So, like I used to be, I don't know. I guess not. I would put a lot of stock in and then get upset when, like, oh man, you promised this date. I've just learned quickly, like, don't even worry about it. Like, when it comes out, it'll come out. It's not like you guys don't want to sell the cigar. You don't want it to, you know, sit on the shelf any longer than it has to be. But you got to clear out some of the the clutter in the in the in the supply chain.
1: Yeah. And every experience like that is a learning experience for us, you know, yeah. and, uh, you know, it's something that I know we're working on on the inside. Mm-hmm. It's almost like you were part of the manager's meeting. Cause I know that's something they were talking about. So, you know, we're just, you figure out, okay, maybe we could have done this a little bit better on the release yeah. and, you know, we're hoping the next release is just a little bit smoother. Well, that's
0: why I think a lot of companies now aren't even like, they're keeping their information close to the vest and not, releasing any information about any new release for example until they know it's in the warehouse and it's ready to be boxed and shipped yeah you know yeah. instead of just putting a little teaser out and then everyone's wondering like retailers especially like all right when does this new cigar come out like we've heard about it
1: yeah sometimes it's the out of sight out of mind yeah yeah yeah. you yeah. know it's like people can be really excited about it and if you just don't put it out in time they could completely forget that they yeah. even ordered it so mm-hmm. you know we're lucky that you know the Asylum X67 is something that people who have tried it, they know it's going to be a great cigar. Yeah, so, I remember trying it. It was awesome. Yeah. So it's uh, it's just one of those, yeah, not perfect, but the product's going to be great. Yeah. And that's something I, I'm, I would rather it come out a little bit later and perfect than yeah. be rushed. So yep. I think at the end of the day, we made the right choice.
0: Yeah. Oh, absolutely. No, it's just, you know, you learn from it and move on. But uh, yeah, going back to... You, you were. I was fortunate for you to give me a sample, or or Tom, I forget who it was, but I smoked it. I normally don't smoke cigars like that, but I'll give it a a shot, you know. And um, as I was smoking, I was like, man, this. I actually even kind
1: of like it. I, I, I was the same way, Mm -hmm. you know. When I'm working the event up in uh, Deadwood, I was like, all right, I know what I'm gonna be smoking. I, I'll be honest. The first year, I was like, all right, I'm not a big, I don't like a lot, a lot of sweetness in my cigars, you know. And it was just one of those, like. It mellowed out, great tobacco being used, and the flavor profile it did hit was just phenomenal. So, you know, the Asylum 867 Auntie is going to be my favorite. It's going to come in a Lancero size too. So, if you guys like something a little bit different, yeah. that's still good, Honduran und- tobacco as well, just wait. Asylum 867 is going to blow your mind, man.
0: Yeah. Well, that's pretty cool. Yeah, looking forward to that. So, But no, it, it, it makes me like talking about this topic of delayed releases. We can, you know, find, you know, have some sympathy for that. Cause I think we've told you, we are working on releasing our own trademark brands and all the packaging sourcing everything piecemeal. And like we had, you know, like target internal target dates. We never really revealed it to the public knowing that there's always going to be delay somewhere, but for us, like, these delays are even longer than I expected, you know? And it's it mostly has to do with packaging. It's not yeah. even the cigar. The cigar is usually never the issue. The tobacco is usually never the issue. It's yeah. all the other stuff, as you probably know.
1: Yeah, like a cigar band. Or yeah. A, I, that was one of the craziest parts about the pandemic was when you realized, oh, mm-hmm. a lot of us are just getting this from one manufacturer or one supplier. And like, you know, so... Cigar. yeah 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 it's just, there's only a
0: few like band printers that the industry
1: uses yeah i learned something new every month with this industry that it's like oh okay yeah, mm-hmm. it's crazy yeah it's a lot of fun
0: yeah yeah going back to i had a discussion i may have mentioned on the podcast at some point i talked with one i won't mention the the, the cigar owner but i was on a tour in his place and they're very like much vertically integrated, meaning they do a lot of the components, right? They grow the tobacco, roll it, just like you guys do. but I always wondered like, why don't you guys uh have you ever thought about making your own bands because that always seems to be the 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 crimp in the the supply chain and he's you know he explained like man to invest in that machinery would cost millions of dollars, but I always felt like well, you guys are and I don't know the financials right of this particular company, but they seem like they could make that kind of investment. It would have helped them out. And I think I've heard this company owner is now really considering, you know, investing in machinery to make his own bands.
1: Yeah. I mean, I got to imagine it's a huge investment. Yeah. So it's, uh, oh, yeah, we're talking
0: millions of dollars with those, like, and I don't know the and they're usually like European machines. Like, I don't know if they're Heidelbergs or something like that, but it's obviously something from like Europe that they would have to come in, construct or install and service. So yeah, I get it. Like it's, Not not many cigar companies can afford that kind of investment. But man, if one could, I mean, you have so much more control of your of your business strategies, you know?
1: Yeah, it's uh it would definitely be an advantage, you know what I mean? So, Mm -hmm. you know, whoever if that is something somebody's planning, I mean yeah. All the power to them. I hope it works, you know.
0: And also they could outsource or at least sell some of their capacity to other companies, right? Like, hey, I'm another band supplier, so I can, you know. Offer these services to to my competitors essentially, you know?
1: Yeah. Turn it to a little side hustle. Right. <laughs> exactly.
0: A big height side hustle. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's cool, man. Well, um, look, I appreciate you even in light of your uh you know, your 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 health right now. Oh, you made me feel better, bro. Yeah, yeah. You, <laughs> seem, you seem fine. Yeah. Uh and I appreciate you coming in and, and taking the time to talk with us and give some insight into, you know, you and the company and, and some of the strategies and, and things uh, in the future to to come.
1: Of course, brother. Yeah, thank you so, guys at Habana Portfolio supporting us too, man. Yeah, man.
0: Now, if you would do me the favor, we have one final segment. Uh-oh. It's a rapid fire segment. You want to? uh you, You're up for it?
1: All right. Yeah, yeah. All yeah. right. Go
0: Call on. the final pop. It's five simple questions. So, number one: Tabasco, crystal, or other?
1: I gotta go crystal. Okay. I'm gonna go crystal. I don't know if it's because it's a little bit more vinegary. Yeah, yeah. But I like the crystal.
0: Yeah, a lot of people say that. I like mm-hmm. crystal. Yes, sir. Number two, favorite vacation destination.
1: Oh, man, that's a tough one. That is. I'm going to go with. People might hate on me, but. Anywhere in California. Dude, OK, The it, you know, you stay out of, you know. I guess dangerous parts, but. The trip I took to Santa Rosa this uh this year, going to the vineyards up there okay the weather it's it's just great weather and yeah. you're not too far from a beach that's the only reason i'm giving california but the weather <laughs> yeah. and the beach that's why yeah. nice <laughs>
0: uh number three the ideal person you would want to smoke a cigar with alive or deceased so alive
1: I personally would love to just sit down and smoke a cigar with Christian and his father, Julio, okay. because I have an overwhelming amount of respect for that man. So I don't know how much we would talk during it, but if I could just, you know, be there, just be a fly in the wall, smoking a cigar around it, that'd be awesome. And then deceased, man. Uh,
0: Alive or deceased, but yeah.
1: Honestly, let's just, let's say Julio. Bro.
0: Okay. Say Julio, cool. Uh, Number four, okay, I'm going to switch it up. Usually I ask, what's your Desert Island cigar? But I want to put you on the spot. I'm going to ask you, Desert Island cigar from your own company that you rep and Desert Island cigar that's not your own company?
1: Easy for my company because I say this to everyone. The Roa Classic, the Al Corojo that we make.
0: Okay. You guys, you guys sell Is it, it. The, <clears> the
1: <throat> one with the white <throat> tissue paper. And
0: the, the red band or what's red it? coloring? Okay. Oh. That's a Corojo, yep.
1: All Corojo. If you know anything about us, we use that good, good, authentic Corojo tobacco, and mm-hmm. it's every time. I'm super biased towards it, but for good reason. Just That's what I, my palate's like built around now. It's just all Corojo all the time. I love it. And then, not my brand. Anybody who knows me, I'm I'm grabbing a Tabernacle, like David, most likely. Okay. Yeah, it the doesn't bra- matter what seed. I the, like both of them. Okay, you so. like both of them. Bra- I just and like Indiana. that size. I like the filler. I If I see it, I grab it. Cool. You know, so it's, I love that. I love foundation and what they do as well.
0: Yeah. Great. yeah. Oh yeah. Number five, last one. Who would you want to see on a future podcast here?
1: Man. Here. I mean, you got to get Christian Aroa here, don't yeah. you? Yeah. I think you got to get Yeah, hey, I think
0: you, you might have a little plug in on that. Yeah, yeah. So. I'll see what I
1: can do. I'll yeah, work man. some magic. I'll work some magic. Cool. Either him or our new national sales guy, uh, Robert Wright. Oh yeah,
0: yeah. I He's, met Robert, yep.
1: Man, you talked to that guy for... 30 minutes and you're like oh you're the coolest guy ever mm-hmm. you know a lot of insight he's been in the industry forever he has his own boutique brand as well pure soul so he has a little bit of insight on a little bit of everything every aspect of it
0: do you guys distribute pure soul i
1: believe we do that's something robert would probably know okay
0: about. but it's it's still in the market huh
1: i believe so yes. okay if it's not it's something that he used to do or still does as a hobby okay but i know that's that used to be his thing right yeah pure soul that's so, right yeah he's a good guy yeah i got the plug on both of them so
0: yeah there you go <laughs> nice well with that thank you again man i appreciate it and look this cigar is really nice so people who are interested cle habanos definitely want to put on your 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 try list so I appreciate that brother all right man well thanks again everyone thank you very much for tuning in we'll see you on the, until the next cigar all
1: right do i look at this camera and go okay, so <laughs> all right <laughs> thank you brother yeah, yeah.